Hey all, it's the Chico and Debbie in the building. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about another hit to the high street. Over to you, Chico. Yes, it was recently announced that the Body Shop has gone into administration. So what kind of impacts do you think there will be of the Body Shop closing? I mean, to be honest, you know, the Body Shop, uh, you know, which might close, I think there's been quite a number of other stores, I think Bulco, um, I think uh, Made. There was quite a number of other stores, like, quite recently that have also closed up um some of the department stores as well it's making me think is there anything that's going to be left on the high street that's what's making me think <laughs> yeah it's getting into oh is that a wise thing to do because they seem to be dropping like like dominoes at the moment yeah it's it's incredible i was seeing on the news they were they were talking to you know how they do their interviews with people on the street to get their their views well there was this like yeah there yeah. was yeah well there was this kind of like shopping centre place that they went went to and you just see like behind them closed next shop closed another shop closed another shop with graffiti on there closed it was just like wowza this is you know it's really you're, you're really seeing the reality of the some high streets now it's just getting really really quiet really really yeah. like, kind of like a ghost <laughs> town yeah yeah it's... it seems like it started with Woolworths so Woolworths was like this uh, British stalwarts of a shop you know kind yeah. of like a department but quite affordable they had lots of different things there and i think since that's closed down there just seems to have been this sort of epidemic of you know i mean i mean it's over year over years but definitely over the last few years it definitely seems like a lot of stores are either i would say reducing the number of their locations um so maybe not closing down completely but reducing the number of retail outlets or shutting down completely or being in administration and having to basically be pecked at essentially um by by their creditors and so and so on so around two thousand people's jobs are at risk that's huge yeah so it's a huge huge i suppose is it a surprise is would be the would be the first <laughs> question is it is it a surprise so yeah what's your what's your take on on that um in one sense it's it's a surprise because you know you're seeing um you know like you said the loss of uh, you know almost two thousand jobs potentially so that means that it was a huge operation with Body Shop. It wasn't just a small store. You know, it had uh, must have had a lot of stores in the UK. But on the other hand, considering perhaps, I guess, what we're seeing on the high street, the trend that we're seeing and the Body Shop's perhaps their business model, it's, uh, unfortunately, it's not really a surprise, unfortunately. What yeah. about you? What do you think? Was it, was it a surprise for you? I think it was a... It was... Well, I suppose there's been lots of times that I've gone past the body shop in like you know in what do you call those shopping centers and so on where right. i've not really seen many people inside so i've always wondered like because it's such a big store like how are they paying for the rent with such few customers you know you start to you start to wonder as you're as you're going past but just in terms of i guess just in terms of like what they've you know they've they've been around for like the last 50 years so right. you know, from that perspective, in terms of it being like a, a big British icon, it's it's uh, right. surprising in that sense. Yeah. But I suppose in yeah. recent times they've they've just struggled. So we'll touch on it in terms of in terms of why this has happened and you know what the background is to to Body Shop in, in terms in case you're not aware. So we will do that. Um, are you aware of like how like uh, what Body Shop st- stood for or what their you know main thing was or? Not concretely, but if you if I was to hazard, uh, if you was you know if you were to ask me, which you which you have done, I would have said um, they seem to be quite green. I think they seem to like um, products that 
are cruelty free and things that are quite natural that that was my sort of perspective with regards to their ethos so you know body shop um, they have products for the skin the face the body um but hopefully to try to push people to choose more maybe ethically sourced, sustainable or cruelty free yeah that, that would be my perspective in terms of body shop but i've not actually done a research yeah have you done research i have what done have yeah that's absolutely correct that right? that's absolutely correct okay. yeah so when they when they first started when they launched so they launched it around 50 years ago yeah so the main key selling point was that they didn't do animal testing so they're really against animal testing so testing out their products on animals so right. that was something that was widespread in the industry before so over uh, okay. time yeah so over time other companies started to follow suit and also um, started to not do animal testing um, until yeah. eventually a law was passed. So I think in oh, the, okay. maybe like t- around 10 years ago, so a law was passed to stop animal testing completely. So it was that, that was one. And then the other thing was their sustainability as well. So they were really, you know, uh, like you said, green company really focused on sustainability and so on. Well, in that case, I would say that their communication was quite effective with regards to their brand identity. Right. Like I said, I didn't read, I didn't sort of go on their website and read up their about us and what they're about. But I think they were able to convey that message quite strongly. Right. Even though I don't really think they're known for adverts, I don't really recall any body shop adverts. Um, but they must have done some sort of marketing, or they must have done things through the years, maybe campaign, where they conveyed what they're about so they've done a good job with regards to that um but i guess maybe it works for a while but then stops working like you said a lot of other companies also started to have that approach and i think you said they when they initially launched they wanted to not have animal testing and i think i mentioned cruelty free and i think cruelty free is quite a recent term which probably didn't even exist when they first launched right so yeah, maybe uh, do you think that per- you know perhaps was one of the factors with regards to like I guess increased competition? That's correct. Yeah. So about? so over time, effectively, so that was their key selling point before. But over time, if everybody's now doing it, if that's now become the new standard, especially if they made it law <laughs> that you you have to be cruelty free. So now they don't really like kind of everyone's not cru- like is, is cruelty free. So then what's the new? What's the thing that makes them stand out? You know, and then right. And then in terms of sustainability, sort of similar thing. I think a lot of companies are starting to move to, you know, really conscious of sustainability. It's become a huge, um, it's been trending a lot recently in the last few years. So again, it's, you know, so we've seen other companies come out. I think, I believe there's a company called Lush. And yes, you've heard of Lush? Yeah. Yes, I have. Yeah. So there's companies like Lush and there's other companies as well that have come out, like maybe more smaller companies that have come out. And they've probably been more focused, more on trend in terms of, you know, sustainability and what's, you know, what the latest trends are. And it sounds like, but it sounds like Body Shop, on the other hand, has sort of been left behind. So they've kind of been maybe over-reliant on their name and they've been kind of been left right. And also, I think the other thing is that people have been saying is that in terms of the the price, it's, it's quite expensive. And with things like the cost of, cost of living crisis happening at the moment, that they have... Uh, you know people have switched to more affordable options so that's the other thing that came out of the article so yeah and i think um i'm I'm sure you've seen this too so i see this a lot with hair care products there will be a new ingredient this new hot topic ingredient i think they have it in skincare as well so for example in hair care it might be something like argan oil or in um you know or it could be shea shea butter and so when this new ingredient comes out amino peptides other 
is now sort of launch a product that features this key ingredient that's supposed to like revolutionize um, your hair or your skin or what have you. Aminopeptide. Um, aminopeptide, exactly. Mm. So I think with regards to the body shop, when they got to a point where everybody is, you know, cruelty-free, sustainable, or maybe not everyone's cruelty-free, but everyone is trying to move in that direction, yeah. you probably all find that a lot of their competitors were able to bring out products um, for a lot cheaper. Like you mentioned, the price of the body shop. Because I, I always thought of, thought of the body shop as well as being, like, more of a pricier shop. And I think also, I think you could only get their products from the body shop itself. Whereas if you think about other brands you know for skin and body you can sort of pick them up anywhere so perhaps that was also a mistake they made perhaps um if they had enabled them so so yeah you have your dedicated stores but you also allow some of your product range to be sold in other stores i mean i could be wrong they might be sold in other stores but i don't really recall seeing if, if it is it probably is quite a limited amount um you know i don't really recall going to like Superdrug or boots which is our sort of drugstores in the UK, or what would I say, instead of drugstores, which is our, like, stores for beauty and skin and cosmetics in the UK. I don't really recall seeing, like, body shop products in those stores, um, so, which means that in order to get body shop, you have to go directly to their website or directly into their store. So probably missing a trick with that one as well. Mm. Yeah, no, for sure. For sure, definitely. It's um, That, that would have that actually been a really good idea because... Then it would allow them to get some extra revenue, isn't it, from other places? So, yeah. 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 I guess to be fair, I guess they did sell products from other brands themselves, um, but I think yeah, like you said, extra revenue for their own own made brands. I think it would have been wise if they like tried to put their products in other places. Yeah. Yeah. So that so those, yeah so that's the main sort of summary in terms of um, where Body Shop was. So yeah, it's it's uh but yeah it's a you know been a you know, really iconic british brand for quite a long time and uh yeah i think you know many will be you know sad to see it go um if it, if it does eventually go it's in it, it's i believe it's in it's in the hands of administrators at the moment so we'll wait and see what eventually happens but usually when it's in the hands of the administrator that's usually it's, you know it's the end of the road at that point so yeah yeah the writing's on the wall i think there was probably there's probably going to be a lot of people that are kind of sad that the you know losing such a you know, British iconic brand that maybe they've grown up on when they were younger as well. Why didn't they shop them? <laughs> that's true. That's true. Well, you hear this about Woolworths as well. When Woolworths closed, people were like, oh, like the, the pick and mix. They missed the pick and mix and all this. So, but yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah. Why didn't they shop there? We should do a follow-up we or a bonus on Woolworths. Maybe we should do a follow-up or a bonus on Woolworths because I actually would like to understand what went wrong because I actually did like Woolworths and, yeah. you know, I think lots of people shopped there. Yeah. So Also, Toys R Us. Toys R Us was like that too, uh, where they went under. Yes. People were like, oh man, we miss where we're going to go to kind of see the toys and see it in person. <laughs> well, they were buying so. their toys from uh, Amazon, it seemed like. I think we oh. touched upon this perhaps in the podcast episode. Um, we did one on, on Wilkers. Yeah, so a lot of people would, um, I guess, go to toy, Toys R Us to play on the game, make sure it's suitable, yes. and they go and buy it from Amazon. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you can't be upset that it's closed if, you know you were also, you know, understanding the way people were, were shopping at the time. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just natural that you're going to want to, you know, if it's the same product and you can get the same product for cheaper, why would why would you not, you know? But um, 
yeah, uh, yeah. I think uh, if the body shop does go, I think it will be missed. But I think uh, it will also perhaps be time for, I don't know if it's the industry body or whether it's the government to really, really try to delve into what is going on with the British high street at the moment and see if there's anything that can be done to kind of uh, help avoid more institutions going down. Because, you know, we talked about it at the start, 2,000 jobs are at, potentially at risk, um, which is which is real, which is a real, you know, detriment to society. Um, so, you know, it's not just the, the shop not being there and the nostalgia of that. It's actually, you know, people not working, you know, having their jobs. So, you know, not just the direct retail employees, you have to think about it, they have a distribution network. So, you, you know, they have their, you know, the warehouses, the drivers, yeah, and also the people that make the products, you know, all, you know, the sales team, everything, you know, they, they, it's all potentially at risk. So, yeah, I think there needs to be some investigation done with regards to that, the high street. Um, Absolutely, yeah, see oh. what can be done to help them. Yeah, they do, they do complain a lot yeah. about like business rates and stuff like that being really expensive so do. i don't know yeah but that, maybe that might be that might be a conversation for another day that one <laughs> yeah yeah we guess we, we're gonna touch upon this more in another day with regards to like what is actually happening on the high street if you want to see that guys let us know we'll be happy to do a, a podcast on that um but also it sort of leads me to i think this week it was announced that the uk is officially in recession um so i guess perhaps you know which means that the economy is not growing it's actually shrinking it's declining um so i guess that's also indicative of things that you mentioned the cost of living crisis um things you know with high interest high interest rate things like high interest rates high inflation yeah. and how this has sort of affected the uk economy so so, so when I they say the, when, when they say sorry to cut you off, when they say recession what does that actually mean in the uk um a recession is where you know for two consecutive quarters so that's at least six months of a decline in um, economic growth so uh, when the gdp of the country decreases consecutively for at least six months so i think i think the writing has been on the wall um because you know people have been struggling there's been a lot of people struggling with um, energy costs people have been struggling with the cost of living just um, and that cost of living term is so appropriate because it literally means just the cost of, to live the cost to be alive because so petrol because you live yeah, because he lives, which, which a lot of people call it online. Um, yeah, to buy clothes, just just to live, basically, just basic means bills. You know, it's just incredibly high in the UK at the moment. Um, and yeah, so I'm, I don't think it's too surprising um, that there is the UK is now officially in a recession. Um, yeah, and Debbie, I think there's some other news that you were going to talk about. Yeah, and I think it sort of briefly, I think it sort of speaks to some news that I saw today, which was in regards to HSBC Bank. Um, so HSBC is actually the Europe's biggest bank, and apparently it's posted an eighty percent jump in pre-tax profit. Yeah, which is huge—not five percent, ten percent. You know, when I saw the headline that their profits grew, I thought, okay, maybe five. No, no, eighty percent, which phenomenal. is ginormous. Yeah, and apparently, this is being um, held as it's due to high interest rates. So it's it sort of it sort of makes me feel as though. You know, whereas a lot of people, like sort of like the average Joe, the average taxpayer, is kind of like dealing with the cost of living crisis. A lot of these big companies have actually been making a lot of money off of the situation. Right. Um, ah, so big. Okay, so that will be perhaps like mortgages, like yeah, mortgages, okay, um, loans that people have with them. That right. Yeah. Also, if the interest rates are higher, people might be saving more. So right. also they're able to use that money as well for their also their investments and things of that nature. So, ah, so yeah, it seems as though. Yeah, they're absolutely loving it, exactly. So whereas, you know, the average person 
you know, is just trying to manage their money as best as they can. You know, people have, I'm sure you might have seen this too, people saying that their mortgages would be rising by like hundreds of pounds um, due to the higher interest rates. Yeah. Uh, hundreds of pounds a month, yeah. The banks are, <laughs> the banks are big profit and having a good time. So, um, yeah, it just goes to show, you know, even though we're in a recession, you know, it doesn't affect everybody the same way. Mm. So, a lot of the companies have been profiteering off of it. So, a bit of a controversial one, but yeah, let us know what your thoughts with regards to... Um, you know, the news about HSBC and just in general, you know, the cost of living crisis and the recession and the body shop, yeah. That sounds good. So that's, do follow us on Instagram at Biscuit Podcast and on TikTok at Biscuit Podcast. And we'll see you next week with another great episode. See you. Bye. Bye.